Good morning, afternoon or night, wherever you may be. Welcome to the 21 Days to Vegan podcast, where we are supplying you with the educational tools you need to become a healthier, happier human on the inside and out. Vitamin B12. How good. It's another one of those little, oh my goodness, you've gone vegan? But what about your B12? I don't think I heard the word B12 until I went vegan. I didn't even know what B12 was, which is quite shocking, really, because my diet was probably worse before I was vegan. So why wasn't anyone questioning me then? That's what I want to know. It annoys me. It annoys me that all of these things all of a sudden make a difference now that you're vegan. You know, it's... It's not fair. Anyway, I want to start by saying B12 isn't scary. It's not hard to come by. And better yet, it's a myth. B12 is not only found in animal products. Yep, you heard me correctly. B12 is actually a bacterium. A little science out here, but B12, also known as, now, please don't hate my pronunciation. I am not a scientist. Cobalamin. Cobalamin. I don't know how to pronounce it. I just wanted to chuck that in there in case anyone had never heard of the word B12 and really wanted to look it up. It is a water-soluble vitamin that is involved in the metabolism of every cell of the human body. It is a cofactor for DNA synthesis and in both fatty acid and amino acid metabolism. And it is particularly important in the normal functioning of the nervous system. It is particularly important in the normal functioning of the nervous system. Okay, so enough nerding out on what vitamin B12 is. We don't need to necessarily know its little intricacies. We just need to know how do we get it. So we all get told that vitamin B12 is found in animal sources of protein. And this is because animals not only eat it through their living conditions, but we actually suffer supplement them B12. Yes. When people say you need a supplement of B12, we actually give it to the animals where people say you should be getting it from. So it's a little whack. It's a little counterintuitive when you hear it actually spoken out loud, but that's the harsh reality. I mean, living conditions of animals are not great. We don't wash their food for them. We don't sanitize the water that they drink and live in. And we don't go in and groom their their little houses in their industrialized farming warehouses. We don't. We just simply don't. That is, you cannot fight me on that fact. And as a result, this bacteria is incredibly present in their lives because this bacteria or this bacterium is found in water bodies, soil, and that's it. Not that complex. But these animals are... I guess exposed more to it because we don't wash their food. Whereas nowadays we chlorinate and wash it seamlessly because we don't want to contaminate our bodies with any kind of contaminant. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm saying it's just the reason we don't get B12 on our food anymore. Whereas once upon a time we would eat food straight from the soil and we'd also probably drink water straight from the water bodies. And again, I get it. Water sanitation is paramount for our our longevity and our health we are preventing a lot of mass infections. So again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's where we originally got it from and it doesn't come from animals because the animals are present to those sources as well as us actually supplementing it in their diet. Uh, You can look that up and you can try and prove me wrong. Uh, Please. Please do. Now, I want to dive in and say that it's funny, though, really, because you could be eating the world's worst diet, like fried chicken every day with no vegetables, followed by chips, chocolate, lollies, soft drink, alcohol, cigarettes, and no one would walk around asking you whether your vitamin B12 levels are okay. You'd look at them and go, huh? What? 
What? What's that? What you talking about? But as soon as you go vegan, all of a sudden, boom, B12, it's going to kill you. Well, the lack of it is going to kill you. Now, I'm not saying that the lack of it is healthy. It's very unhealthy if you're deficient in B12. But it's all good in the hood of the vegan world because we can now supplement B12. How great. It's actually more absorbable through a supplement as well, which is probably why we do give it to the animals that we then eat. Today's podcast is brought to you by Clean Vegan Protein by Body Science. A deliciously clean, plant-based protein to nourish your body and fuel your active lifestyle while supporting optimal gut health. Made with only premium whole ingredients, it's naturally sweetened with no gluten, no added sugars, no artificial colors or flavors, and definitely no gums or other fillers. It's just a pure protein your body and taste buds will thank you for. It's available in four incredible flavors, chocolate, vanilla, berry coconut, and salted caramel. Salted caramel is my personal favorite, and I put it every day in my oats. I also bake with it and make protein balls, so when I'm on the go or need a quick little snack after my workout, I can just pop it in and get that nourishing hit that I need. Try it for yourself today, and you'll start understanding what a real vegan protein should taste like and make you feel like. Now, B12 absorption, I want to go into just uh, the absorption from just food sources. It's kind of tricky. I mean, you can absorb it adequately. I'm not saying you can't, but there are a lot, a lot of lifestyle factors that suggest malabsorption, like drinking alcohol, poor gut linings, acidic foods, fried foods. There are a lot of things and, and uh, I guess, barriers for proper absorption. Now, this is a problem and it poses a risk for all eaters of food, not just vegans. However, Crystalline found supplements of B12 and B12 fortified foods like nutritional yeast are where humans can absorb B12 the most efficiently. There are a lot of studies that show this. I, I'm more than happy to uh, send you links to those studies, but that's essentially it. So it's it's a nice little safety net. I'm not a massive consumer of B12 in supplement form. I believe that my gut has adequate absorption rates. I do get my blood tests done regularly, and I highly recommend go getting your blood tests done. Blood work just shows us indicators. If you're tired, it it could be because of a deficiency in something. And it's always nice to have like a little little bit of knowledge just about your body to see how it's working, to see how it's functioning, and just to know that is there anything I can do to make myself feel a little bit more optimal? It's only going to benefit you if you get blood work done. If you're scared of needles, uh, I've got bad news. Maybe just get used to it. But yeah, go get your blood work done. Go see if you're deficient in B12. If you are, supplement it. I don't care whether you're a vegetarian listening to this or you do eat meat listening to this and you're, you're wanting to go vegan. But even if you're, you're deficient now, supplement it still. It's very important. I always recommend getting a blood test, but I always suggest as well, have a B12 supplement just as a backup. Take it once a week. Take it once every second day. It doesn't matter. Just make sure you're somehow getting it in and make sure you're testing your levels of B12. So I hope you've learned something today. I hope you've learned that this mysterious vitamin B12 isn't going to not be in your diet because you're vegan, okay? Anyway, that's another week is done of podcasts. I hope you took something very beneficial away because I tell you what, the day that I learned that B12 was not in fact found just predominantly in animal protein was a very happy day for all vegans around the world. All right, catch you next week. Goodbye. I'm Alexander Glover signing off. Bye.